Well, hello everyone and welcome. You are listening to The Parenting Collective, formerly known as The Baby Sleep Sessions. I'm your host, Donna Mawala, the founder of Bub to Sleep. I'm a certified paediatric sleep specialist working with expectant parents, newborns, infants, toddlers and children up to seven years of age here in Perth, Australia-wide and all around the world. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful families, and welcome back to The Parenting Collective, or welcome. This episode today was recorded before Christmas. It's now mid-January 2023, but my computer broke. I had to get a new computer, school holidays, yada, yada, yada. Um, So it's taken a little bit longer than I wanted to get out, but I'm super excited to share Vanessa. Vanessa is from Reflux Rescue. She's a certified baby reflux consultant. She's educating and supporting parents to manage and overcome infant reflux reflux holistically. So the reason I'm so passionate about reflux is it's one of those really big umbrella, broad spectrum, what is it? Has my baby got it? What the hell's going on? My biggest um, introduction to it was my nephews. They're all big boys now, 18, 17 and 11, but they had severe reflux and I'd never seen anything like it. I hadn't had babies yet. So my biggest fear going into motherhood was reflux. So that's how bad reflux can be and obviously different severities of it. Um, But I know my sister-in-law and brother um, did so well in providing support for their babies, but it was extremely challenging for them. Um, And Vanessa had the same situation with her son. She um, had a refluxy baby and through all of that sort of traumatic events, um, didn't really have the resources that she felt needed. So she's obviously done all the research and study to become a reflux consultant and she's so knowledgeable on it. And I think it's such a topic that's talked about a lot and it's confusing and I'm really excited to share her with you today. Hope you enjoy. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Vanessa. How are you today? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you? Very good. Very good. Always excited to share everybody with um, community you know, families and struggles. Yes. Reflux yes. being one. So yes. um, <laughs> what you are a certified baby reflux consult- con- consultant. Mm-hmm. You yes. help families one on one with with families that have reflux, and yeah. we were just talking about it then. And um, it's it's a very big thing that affects a lot of families and a lot of mm-hmm. GP. Again, I'm not a I'm not a doctor or anything, but what I'm seeing yeah. over the last 17 years is a lot of GPs either misdiagnose or if the baby's mm-hmm. chubby, it hasn't got reflux. You know, all of these mm-hmm. things just blow yeah. my mind. But the babies, you know, the mums. Uh, being traumatized the parents are being traumatized and the Um, poor baby is too because the babies are in pain um when my uh, my nephews were born before i had babies and they had reflux my biggest going into having a baby was i hope they don't have reflux because i think it and my poor brother and um sister-in-law um they didn't get any help because they were chubby babies and so they were like you know um so Mm -hmm. i've and I've also seen the rise in it, obviously, over the last six years with um, working as a mm-hmm. sleep specialist, and it all goes hand in hand. Oh. It sure does. <laughs> yeah. A refluxy baby obviously needs to try and sleep, but they can't sleep because there's so much pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The list goes yeah. on. So yes. I'd yeah. love to hear, yeah, your journey and your passion towards reflux and what made you, um, yeah, decide to become a reflux consultant. Um, so, yeah, was my son. So he's two and a half now. And, um, he was we I had a c-section birth so that is that's already one of the things that can contribute to reflux but can you um that a bit more because I want to hear yeah yeah I want to hear it all so yeah tell me why you feel uh, or what's the research or what yeah about having a cesarean baby um 
So with C-section births, it's because babies are taken out of the womb and it's often, you know, like not forcefully, but sometimes yeah. it's with different tools or instruments, yeah. um, that kind of shock can then create tension in their bodies. So oh. that tension can contribute to feeding issues, which then oh. can contribute to yeah. reflux or latching issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. So any kind of unassisted, oh, yeah, any assisted birth, sorry, yeah. <laughs> means that, um, you know, they can it can be introducing tension and stress into their muscles. So yeah. Yeah. Um, any, anyway, off tangent there. But so my son was, seemed like a pretty normal baby the first little while. And then it got to like sort of the three, four months mark and things started to get out of hand. Like, and I know that's when sleep changes as well. The sleep patterns change. Yeah. So yeah, sort of perfect story. You know, and I was, it's just, it was a minefield. I was Googling everything and trying to figure out, I just thought he, was a bad sleeper or you know who's going through the sleep regression and then it just kept going on and on um he started solids and things got 10 times worse than they already were um because okay. so, often, often yeah. refluxy babies it can start settling down when they're on solids. yeah That's it's, interesting that it did the, the it, yeah it can it depends really what the baby's like micro gut microbiome is like and what their digestive system is like so for some babies it really makes it worse because yep. they've already got reflux and then they're having trouble digesting their food so then you're getting more wind and more gases and more discomfort so um my son was in that group unfortunately and um yeah I got to like eight months and after being to the doctor multiple times having the same things told to me oh you know he's looking pretty healthy things are looking good frustrating he's like oh it might be silent reflux and I was like oh right and then just medication just dished out that was it oh he might get a bit constipated that was it so yeah. we went on did that for five days and it was horrendous so took him off that and then I was just on a mission to find what was really going on um came across another holistic reflux account and then I um started to piece things together and then yeah mm. got to about nine ten months and then things started to improve after I tried to ch change and implement quite a number of things so yeah then I was like I want to help other parents in the same yeah. position because there is not enough awareness around it not, not even knowledge of what the symptoms are to look out for especially if they're not vomiting so silent reflux is a huge thing um so yeah I'm on a mission to help families yeah. get it earlier than what I did because I thought I was smart you know I thought I was researching everything and I didn't know that you know because I didn't have the awareness I didn't wasn't educated about it because we're not educated about it um no especially in you know antenatal classes it just doesn't no cover so but even antenatal with sleep like that's my yeah. and I, I'm trying to to just even yeah. have a sleep part like yes. a little seminar to give them a handout yeah. of like, this is biologically what a baby may require you know and it's the same yeah. digestion and feeding and like this mm -hmm. I mean I suppose they don't want to overwhelm parents I get that yeah, yeah. Things, yeah. But these are pretty important sleep they are. digestion yeah. food yeah they're up there aren't they so they what yeah. would be um so that's fantastic you, you did all that research and you've done the study and stuff mm -hmm. um what would be your sort of top, you know, three to five things that you feel like you have changed or researched mm -hmm. that, that helped mm -hmm. settle the reflux a bit? Yeah, so my son had an undiagnosed tongue tie and lip tie, so he was um, having feeding difficulties. Yeah, did you pick that so up when he was? No, it wasn't checked, which, and that happens to 
mm, yeah. 60, 70% of the clients that I see. It's not, it's not checked by people that are qualified to check for it. So it's a GP, a midwife. All these people actually don't have the proper training to check for them. Yeah. Um, and again... Pediatrician? Do you go to the pediatrician if that's... Um, not even pediatricians. They're not actually... They don't actually have the, the up-to-date training that uh, need that needs to be... Yeah, so... so then if yeah. they're concerned that might be having to get the... Uh, yeah, I would see a lactation consultant and ask if they've had up-to-date tongue-tie training. So yeah. that was a big yeah. one for my son. Um, yeah. And, yeah, just simplifying what he was eating as well. But, again, it's with the holistic way, you're not looking at overnight fixes. It's no, never. No. Kind of trying to piece everything together and then slowly changes yeah. being made over time. So yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. So yeah. do you also find? Yeah. Um, I'm also finding quite a correlation, and not always a hundred percent. A lot of babies that have tend to have the reflux and stuff like that mm. could possibly have sort of um, intolerances to food. So dairy, gluten, mm. yeah. soy, like it, yeah. it's not a hundred percent, but I definitely yeah. there seems to be this whole digestion thing that. Um, yeah. goes hand in hand a little bit so yeah, yeah there is yeah so that's another that's another big one um is like cow's milk protein allergy yeah. so that is that's more severe um when you're looking at intolerances that's more yeah. in just in the digestive system but it's really hard to pick up um yeah. or pick out what's causing it so yeah it can be really tricky for mums yeah. um if, if they're breastfeeding or yeah or bottle feeding it can be a minefield because oh, sure yeah when where you're having to where do you yeah. start and see the thing is yeah. so and then getting back to sleep and reflux so if a bub has reflux there's no way we can get them sleeping well if they're because mm -hmm. often medication can help you know like because mm -hmm. and so if they're medicated and they, the parents feel like it's okay we can definitely work on their mm -hmm. sleep and then that goes hand yeah. in hand so yeah. often um an overtired baby can look mm -hmm. like a colicky refluxy baby you know and then yeah. work a little yeah. bit and the, the symptoms die down a bit so but on mm -hmm. the other part if, if parents really want to get going and you know within two or three days if we're not getting um mm -hmm. the progress i'm like right you have to hold off because anything yeah. digestion wise it could be wind yeah you know? yeah reflux yeah. discomfort you know they're just yeah. not going to settle so yeah you know, yeah. i'm not trying to be you know all negative nancy about sleep and mm. it's never going to get sleep and people aren't going to get sleep but you really need to get yeah. the reflux under control to be you able do. to sleep or, or rest yeah. it, you know yeah um yeah, so do. what so with your journey and what you mm -hmm. saw and how long have you been did you say um uh, with be a year like a year and three months right. now, so yeah. what, what yeah. you're seeing yeah. with your clients um yeah. What would be again, sort of your biggest red flags of a refluxy baby? Like, you know, you've gone to yeah. like you're saying, you're going to the GP, and the GP's going, No, I think they're fine. You know, mm -hmm. what would be your, yeah, sort of top yeah. red flags to say, you know what, I'm not going to give up, you shouldn't give up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, an easy way to, to look at it is as soon as, as baby, if you're if you're already having troubles while they're feeding, if they're struggling yeah. to feed, if they're being fussy when they're feeding, if they're turning their head away, pushing, you know, pushing at the breast or like going on and off the bottle or on and off the nipple. If they're struggling and getting frustrated, that can be a, a really um, thing to indicate that they're struggling to get like a, la a good latch, for example, which is a um, contributing factor. Sure. And then if you're looking at after feeding, it's like, are they uncomfortable after a feed? Are they arching their back? That's a really big one. A lot of babies will like 
do that even when you're trying to feed them they'll arch yeah. their back during or after a feed um pulling their knees up having like a really scrunched face like with a red face yeah. um and then you're looking at um uh, some babies will have like a pre preference of feeding on one side to the other so that's another one to look out for or sleeping with their head at an extended angle yeah. or those what those ones can indicate that baby has like tension in their body okay. um and a lot of a lot of my clients their babies will have a strong head and neck from a really young age that's yeah. a really yeah. huge correlation because they're screaming yeah yeah so they're really tense and tight because they're you know they're uncomfortable and then that tensing and tightness causes those muscles to develop faster so they might be on their tummy and they're already pushing their neck up um yeah so that's a that's one that i see yeah, a lot um and then when we're looking at digestive symptoms um we get different things like you know like trapped wind um trapped gases and then um other ones that you need to be aware of that are a red red flag in terms of like you need to see your doctor about it you know if you're getting um you know blood in the poo that's a really you know that's a big one that can indicate that the, you know there's bleeding in the digestive tract and that's a um a big sign of allergies as well and then when we have mucus in the stool as well that's another indicator there's an allergy or an intolerance and the gut is irritated um and then when we get if you see things like um green in their vomit you know like that can indicate there's bile in there which is not a good sign as well um respiratory symptom wise we have um you know if babies are having struggling to breathe or they're having sleep apnea all of that those things are like go to a &E or go yeah. to your doctor because if you know if baby stops breathing it's oh, very cool. scary mm -hmm. and then we have um respiratory symptoms too so a lot of babies with reflux will have stuffy noses runny noses like co ongoing cold symptoms coughing um spluttering as well like when they're feeding like seeming like they're choking or gagging on the um the milk and coughing a lot that's that happens with most of my clients as well you might see them swallowing quite a lot after their feeds um yeah they, there's a lot of symptoms that those are the the ones that come to mind yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. they they would be the ones that come to mind for me as well. Like I'm not yeah. specialist, like I said, but yeah, mm -hmm. they're big. But they're, what we're also yeah. talking about also what it also is hard is when it's when they're not really clear. Like, but yeah. I think the biggest thing that I see with babies that have reflux that aren't maybe projectile vomiting or haven't got any of those major yeah. things, it's quite an irritating baby. Mm -hmm. Quite irritating, yeah. you know, like you mm -hmm. said, like yeah. 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 Exactly, and sleep, obviously, like struggling to get them for naps or any oh, gosh, long yeah. amounts of sleep. Yeah, it's horrible. And, and that's yeah. what I say to everyone is like there is always yeah. going to be a light at the end of the tunnel with sleep. One mm -hmm. find me, you know, you just need yeah. to have your um, your specialist help you with that reflux and once that calms yeah. down, 100% get yeah. them to well. Yeah. But if they're irritated, they're, you know, yeah. if they're irritated, they're not going to sleep. Yeah. Which is, you know, and yeah. do whatever you can to get them to sleep. You know, that might be in the yeah. during the day. Or, yeah. Sort of yeah, stuff. Absolutely. yeah absolutely um absolutely. so yeah so that's um yeah so like i said it's a very important thing that i see all the time but it doesn't mean mm -hmm. that it there's not a help out there and i also yeah. think the biggest thing is, is yeah. talk with someone like yourself is don't give up like if you no. feel something you, you, you can go to five or six different doctors but your parental yeah. yes it doesn't exactly. mean you're broken but it's like this is no. just not the norm like it's not it's not and it's i always hear of and this, I felt like this too, especially if you're a first-time parent, 
you know, you just get dismissed. Oh, you're just being over anxious. You're just a first time mom. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, Or you're just Googling too much or you're doing this and that. It's like, no, you're, you know, something's wrong. But again, if you don't know what you're looking for and you're not being supported by the, the people that are immediately surrounding you in in those early days, then you can yeah. you can get really stuck and feel really really overwhelmed yeah. and yeah. yeah dismissed. It's it's really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And you know, yeah. our, my girls didn't have reflux, but um, we had yeah. lots of health issues, and it's the same thing. Is why I'm passionate about parenting and yeah knowledge because you know mm-hmm. our our kids we now know celiac and have can't have dairy, but oh, yeah. You know, that's hard. Oh, my gosh. I know, but we didn't know. I was sick all the yeah. time and I just kept getting, um, you know, yeah. antibiotics and, the, and again, yeah. the doctor, I'm not um, having a go at them because they're amazing, yeah. but they seem to treat yeah. things a lot. And then when yeah. you're the first time mum, oh, it's mm. just like you're tired or you're this. I'm like, yeah. well, no. And then my no. baby is just, yeah. So yeah. that's the biggest yeah. thing is like don't yeah. And also, you know, exactly. we've heard this, that yeah. there is help and like to yeah. – follow someone like yourself and then if it is in a situation where they need help then I think that one-on-one would be amazing through that time because it is really tough and um, people don't understand how hard a refluxy baby is unless they've either seen one or had one yeah yeah it's extremely isolating and you feel like you're the only one especially if you're in like a mother's group and your baby's the only one that seems to be like that and you're you know you're new to everything it's it's extra, and you don't want to leave the house because you're scared of your baby crying anywhere you go. And very stressful. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so that's, we, all, yeah. we all don't feel great yeah. with our babies crying, but refluxing no. is quite a lot. And you yeah. can't soothe them too. You can hold them; yeah. it doesn't stop them yeah. crying. I know. Yeah. I know. And you feel powerless. Yeah. yeah. So on you. Good anyway. Very, very yeah. good. So um, thank you for sharing all of that. So, if, like I said, I'll put all in the show notes um, where mm-hmm. to follow you, where to find you, um, Reflux Rescue. Now, you do, like we talked about, a one-on-one support, which we were talking about is probably a little bit like what I do with my clients. Mm-hmm. A comprehensive questionnaire must be filled out and then mm-hmm. are there to support the family um, mm-hmm. through that journey, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think that's about it. And so in regards to the difference between reflux and colic, is that a bit of a mm-hmm. word like doctors just say, oh, it's colic, which what yeah. is that? You know, it like, can be, an, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's tricky. Um, they sort of give that blanket term and it depends which country you're in, you know, up to 12 to 16 weeks, you know. They kind of normalise that your baby's screaming for a yeah. amount of time a day. And then they just say, oh, just leave it or wait, like wait it out. Like, so, yes, some babies do go through that and it's, you know, that excessive wind or gassiness that while their digestive system is maturing. But then I often see a lot of babies that don't get better after that too. And it's it's because there's something going on to cause that crying from the beginning um, that can continue on after yeah. that sort of 12 to 16 week mark, which is still a long time for parents yeah. to be in and babies to be in discomfort and distress. So, again, yeah, it's just advocate for your baby and do what you can to get the right support. Um, yeah. And it doesn't yeah. have to be normal, you know. No, that's no it doesn't. Excessively is, I would not say, again, I'm not a GP, but it's not the normal. No, yeah. A lot of babies that, yeah, no. a lot of babies that cry and might be irritated, but they haven't got reflux, um, but refluxy babies. Yeah. Or babies that you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they call them purple cries. I'm like, what's that? Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, right. You know, one know. one of my clients, we were trying to help 
because she was just, you know, they were just devastated. Like, it was yeah. so traumatic because it wasn't sleeping. Yeah. And I thought, well, yeah. let's give it a go. Let's try. But mm-hmm. it just wouldn't. And yeah. it was screaming so much. And I just said, well, go to hospital, you know. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. She went to hospital and this poor mum, the doctors go, oh, yep, all fine. Um, He's tracking fine and he's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, like, so you're uh, going to send me home. And he goes, yeah, yeah. here's a pamphlet. Um, look at people crying. And yeah, the poor uh, mum, you know, how many times no. would that People crying uh, means nothing. It means actually no. just wait. Oh, let's label it this baby cries for 20 hours in a day. Yeah, and say so it's okay. For parents or mums no. to go, okay, well, well, you know, but anyway. No. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. So, um, yes. Yeah, Thank you so much for joining us today. And, um, oh, you're so welcome. Good luck with spreading so all your great luck support. <laughs> Thanks so much. No worries. Have a good day. Okay, you too. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcast. I love reading all of your messages, so shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I am at bub2sleep, B-U-B, number two, sleep. I also offer a free 15-minute phone chat. If you'd like to book one, head over to my website, www.bub2sleep. .com.au and request one there. So try to remember to be kind to yourself and always know you're doing the best you can every day, no matter what your day's looking like. Until next time, much love.